you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting and fun-filled episode of Living in God's Rhyme. My name's Dave. And my name's Tim. So now that you know the players, I am here just to listen and take notes while Tim reads. (laughs) And I am here to read some poetry, Christian poems I've written, uh, to lead in some discussion, and to lead Dave into some more discussion than he's been involved in the last couple of episodes. Mm -hmm. And... uh, make sure we have a few laughs yes which uh, usually isn't hard to do <laughs> no it's not like right there he's laughing at laughing us. at us already usually i'm he's already <sighs> at the very beginning at least I, I guess i used my right name today so yes you yeah, did folks uh-huh. i think i'm going to have to get a picture to go over my left shoulder over here because i'm i turned around i'm redoing i redid my office a little bit which is still a work in progress so i'm Oh, if he's confused today, you'll know why. Exactly. If I look a little different, I'm working on the lighting. I may have to get a second light, and that would just be money well spent. (laughs) Whatever I can do to make me look better, I'm buying it. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to come out of hiding. Yeah, or at least, yeah. So anyways. Tim, day, what are we going to talk about? I was just about to ask you that same thing. Okay, I wanted us to move along. Now he's stealing my questions, folks. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, Tim, we're going to talk about four poems from Living in God's Rhyme. And they're all, they're four in a row. They start on page 21, and they go through page 30. And uh, I've uh, had a little bit of insight this last week as I was preparing this. And uh, especially for this poem... I thought it would be best to read the reflection first. And I'm thinking in most cases, that is probably better to read the reflection on what inspired me to write the, the poem or what was going on before I read it. Maybe it'd be uh, easier for for our reader, our reader, yeah, for me, I'm the reader. It'd be easier for me to understand and, and for our listeners. I, I think you're absolutely right. <clears throat> All right. This first one is called Thoughts from the Index. <laughs> Forgive me, folks. It'd be easier for you to understand this if I could talk properly. <laughs> so let me try this one again. Okay? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, the first poem is called Thoughts from the Index Card Box. Okay, and here's my reflection. Sometimes I have a good day at work. Today was one of those because I had an idea for today's writing. Oh, a few years ago, I started to write down notes on index cards of Bible verses or thoughts I had while reading. They have sat for years not collecting dust because they have been stored inside a box. I have found things stored in my brain get lost. And I have found things that in my brain have got lost. So this came to me. You figure out from where to put a few notes into one poem. This is the result of safe storage and God's answer to prayer. And uh, I, I do have the box of index cards still, but I, I haven't been using them in quite a while. Really? Yeah. No, it was. Um, I usually just write when I 
when I think when I read something I want to write about, I generally generally write about it now, but not all. Mm, okay. But I still take notes. I have that uh, marvelous, wonderful notebook to write notes in. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yes. All right. First, let's start here. And what we're going to do? This is a rather long poem because it, it, I have a number of index cards that I use. So at the end of each poem that was written from an index card, Bible verse or thought, we'll stop. And this is from Revelation 4.19. Pray for me. Here I am, stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come out and eat with that person and they with me. Jesus, he is here, here, there, and everywhere. We do not always see him because we have shut the door. So he knocks and calls our name so we may hear his voice and open the door. He seeks us out as in our lives we move about here, there, there, and everywhere. It is the door to our heart that he wants to enter through so we may have a new start to the lives we are living through. We will sit at his table and be more than able to do more than before we open the door. And I was the one thought, though, first that probably is going to come to a lot of people's mind when they when they hear this and read it for themselves is Jesus knocking at the door. And, you know, there's the, the phrase in the Bible, knock and the door shall be opened. Mm-hmm. So Jesus be, is behind that closed door. But I sometimes have in my in my. In my inner being, I, I feel him knocking at the door when, when I'm going astray. And he, it's like he's knocking. And it, it might not be that it's not that knocking sound, but he's there saying, Tim, I'm here. Open up. Let me in. Yeah. And that's uh, that's an explanation of that, which uh, is more personal than biblical. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, shall we continue? Uh, I think so. I I think we got the door opening. Okay, the door is open. Let's go yes. on. Um, this is from Galatians 3.13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. His creation falling, sinning against God and his law, commandments we would not keep, but only occasionally forgiveness. Did we seek but God so loved us so wanted us to be with him that he sent his son Jesus to be sacrificed for our sins accepting and believing in the final atonement his sacrifice on the cross redeems us from our laws God cursed himself through his godly son a curse we deserved but now it is done and this one uh, very I'm constantly amazed by the coincidences or what seems to be coincidences coincidences that happen in life because what this is talking about how uh, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law mm-hmm. because we couldn't keep it and God's chosen people couldn't keep the law and they they, they were sinning and uh, 
know, he wanted he wanted us uh, to be with him and to, to follow what his ways. And he sent Jesus, but this this whole thing of this at church last week, mm-hmm. uh, some of my other reading, uh, it it's been it's this right here uh, that uh, and uh, God wants us. He he he. My thought every time, and I I was just I'm just finishing up Hebrews again, and this reminds me of that also. He just uh, wants us. We have wandered, and we are blessed if we truly believe in him and accept what his son has done for us. He is a forgiving God, but he's also a just God. Mm-hmm. And he, he, will, he, will handle, he will hand out judgment to those who are in need of it. But once we have Jesus in our hearts, once we profess our faith in him, that he is our Lord, our Savior, and has died for our sins, then that uh, that judgment is is waived. I guess it's not the right word to say, but it, through forgiveness, the judgment is overcome. Right. And uh, that just, uh, again, it's the coincidence that continues to amaze me. Especially, especially at church on Sunday, what what the pastor was talking about, and uh, things that I have been hoping that to hear in church, and it just—he's an amazing God. Yes, he is absolutely. So, uh, anything you want to say about that, Dave? I forgot what it was. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I took up too much. No, time. no, no, no. Uh, accepting and believing in the final atonement. I found that interesting. You know, his sacrifice on the cross redeems us for our loss. In the book that I'm reading, it, it, it just went through a lot of why Jesus had to die on the cross because he was doing it for us, you know, mm-hmm. for our sins. Um, and what it must have taken for somebody, a human being, to sacrifice his life for our sins and, and, and sins of the future people, and like us. Your sins, my Once sins, for all. yeah. Your sins, my sins. Your kids' sins. Your great grandkids' kids. You know that that amazes me every time I think about it. Yeah, we just, we just, we just, we have to accept it. Yeah, but I'm finally understanding that gift from God. I'm finally understanding why now. I mean, part of it is is your poetry and, and conversations we have, but another part is reading in these books because if you're not reading, folks, you're you should be reading something every day if it's the bible or something about the bible i think you should be reading and i'm just new to this too because i used to read a lot and i went away from it now i'm back to reading and i'm enjoying it but it was what what he talked about all the sins that we had done and why we had done and then we go into and then jesus came and and to give your son up to sacrifice for everybody to be the lamb because they did call him the lamb too, didn't they? Yeah, they did, and and, and it was. And that goes back to the lamb, the lamb's blood, uh, the lamb sacrifice for his sins, right? Exactly. Yeah. So he's the final lamb. He's, but he's also. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, let's, let's, and that 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 shows up in the Old Testament, right? 
yes. the lamb, the sacrifice of the lamb. And when uh, Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, he said he called Jesus the Lamb of God. Yes. Uh, it, yeah, and what what amazes me, uh, and uh, as you were talking about, you know, it's just really difficult to understand that someone would do that, but God's not us. Mm-hmm. And he would do, you know, to do that. But uh, where I wrote here, God cursed himself through his godly son. Well, God put the curse of humanity, all of humanity's sins on his son to sacrifice him. Well, it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one being. So, you know, I, I just imagine or I just believe that if, you know, if Jesus suffered, God must have suffered also. You got to believe. I mean, just the, the, the I, I'm not saying he didn't, he just, he must have suffered in knowing that it, this is what, that we were so disobedient that this is what it took. Yeah. Makes you wonder if it made him cry. That's just me. Anyway, we should probably move on. Yeah, let's go on. Next uh, Bible reading is from John 640. For my Father's will is that everyone that looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. Raised up on the last day, for what more could we pray? But for now on this earth we stay, merely earthen vessels of clay. But through God's grace and our undying faith, these earthen vessels of clay will be made anew one day. We have been made righteous in his sight, redeemed in his eyes, our sins forgiven, and through our love for him we will live in his glory. Starting with the Christmas story, we are now with God made right. Again, it's just... Let Jesus into your life. If you're on the fence, climb over that fence and yeah. and, and stop vacillating. Pray to Jesus and, and accept what He's got, the grace of God, uh, through Jesus. Yeah. Profess it, believe it, profess it, and and move move on and move on with a move on with a new life. Yeah. And a lighter heart, I would think, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, now this is the, the last uh, the last one from this poem. Okay. And this uh, verse, uh, Bible verse, is uh, John 12, verses 47 and 48. If anyone hears my words but does, but does not keep them, I do not judge that person. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world, there is a judge for the one that rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words that I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. Do we worry when we're in no hurry? As we live our lives, do we give even a thought to what we ought to be praying instead of saying, he's knocking at the door, open it before it's too late. There is so very much more if you consider your fate. And we who will not be rejected must spread the word so that those living dejected will hear God's saving word. And this from Revelation 3.21. To the person who is victorious, I will give them the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. 
there's there's a progression through the poem, through the through the verses and the Bible verses and the couple verses of poetry that follow. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, uh, yeah. Jesus came to save the world, not to judge it, but there will be judgment. Right. I've been reading a little bit about that too. <laughs> yeah, there will be judgment. Right, but it's it's amazing how his life was. He was born to save the world. It was perfect. That's why he came? Yeah, he and he was perfect. Perfect in every way. Yeah, I'm sure that the sins that the I mean, sorry, the uh, uh, the um, temptations that were were put in front of him by Satan were far greater than what I am going to experience in my life. Oh gosh, yeah, I don't see Satan's how he's never going to take me to the to the plateau and say, "Look out around you and see the see the see the countries." And I will give them to you know you rule over them. Yeah. Uh, All you have to do or, is you know cherish me or or <laughs> praise me or whatever that was. Yeah. Well, once you've done that, that's what you're doing. You know, once you've accept you know if you accept that, that's who you praise, and that's yeah. That's bad. Uh, but he has little ways of attacking all of us. Yes. Satan does. Yep. Definitely. Oh, this next one is called my high tide. <laughs> my life is like the ocean with highs and lows and an ever ever ebbing flow from your love into the deep you lord are my high tide covering my fears the tears i cry as i face each and every day knowing it is you i must obey unable to count the grains of sand in this life i live it is with you it is with your love i can stand by the love you give your love covers my transgression and the world's aggression that as that as it seeks me out it no longer has clout for me there is no longer any harm i am embraced by your loving arms living in your grace i can finish the race yes at low tide living in this world where thoughts and deeds are just swirled swirled around with so much too much sound now in your high tide your peace i have found I find it interesting. Some I read about uh, some different uh, some, some things uh, that talk about water, high tide, low tide, and there's probably a you know high tide comes further in. And but I look at high tide. I mean that to me is the full bounty of God's blessings at its fullest, as opposed to low tide, where it you know recedes. His, his blessings are there in high tide. Mm -hmm. Blessings are there still in low tide, but the full blessing to me are there. It's there in high tide. Yeah. And it, it's not just in the, in the oceans, but it's in my heart. Right. You know, high tide and low tide in my heart. And it is in the high tide that my life is better. Right. So I, when he like is overflowing, <laughs> I feel like I've been in low tide for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we all go through that. Yeah, day. <laughs> but now high tide's coming, and I like it. You're, you're, I yeah. see your point. I really do. I see your point. It makes sense to me. Okay. All right. This next one is, uh, the poem is called Nothing Greater. And my reflection from the book is, my wife and I went to a double belated birthday get-together 
and Fourth of July party. <laughs> now this was written five years ago, and as I'm as I'm reading this, I'm thinking double belated birthday get together and Fourth of July party. Who was that? <laughs> I'm, that's that's quite a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let me let me go on. That just when I I read that I thought. Uh, if that doesn't confuse people, nothing will. But, okay. It's your turn. So we went to this belated bir- birthday uh, party on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. The couple are a good Christian living couple. It is obvious that God has work in their lives and in their business. It is always encouraging to hear people talk about God's timing in their lives, how the answer to prayer sometimes comes at unexpected times and unexpected ways. The following idea unexpectedly came to mind on the drive home. This poem took longer to write than I thought it would. I had the idea that our love is not as great as God's love. How can it be? We are not perfect on this earth. I knew partway through the writing that I was trying to write the poem I wanted. I wanted to go deeper into the difference of our love and God's love. I was getting stuck in the middle of sentences and stanzas and rhymes. When I gave in and followed the words he gave, wanted me to write, it was quickly finished. His love is patient. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, there are times that I've written when I've, I've just taken off and I've just, okay. I try, suddenly halfway, not even halfway through it, you know, after a stanza or two maybe, I just I come to a complete stop. Yeah. And that's happened more lately, and it's, uh, I can't, I, yeah, I can explain it, that I haven't properly prayed, and, and if I've prayed, I haven't opened my heart completely to the direction God is leading me. But when I get to that point, and it's happened a number of times also where I've started something, mm-hmm. I've had that idea, and I get started, and I'll pray before I get started, but God lets me use that first stanza or two. And then if I'm open to following where he's leading me, the words come. And it's that's how a lot of the poems have been written. But, and that's how this one was written. Before you before you start this, I have just one quick question. Yeah. So you're telling me, you're telling all of us, that words flow better if you've prayed before you write. Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> you know, as, as, and I mentioned this before on uh, the poem, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that I wrote for <clears throat> Bridge Builders, uh, and uh, for some reason at my age I'm forgetting the name of the poem. But <clears throat> I had been asked to write it by the director of the, of the, of the organization. Mm-hmm. And we attended Bible study together, and he'd reviewed a, I'd showed him some of my poetry, and at one of their banquets, of, he asked me if I'd write a poem about for him. Well, I took all kinds of notes about people and what they were saying and what the organization does and has done for people. Right. And they are, they're uh, a nonprofit that helps single-parent families. And I get home, and I'm looking through the Bible, and got two pages of notes <laughs> and I decide it's time to sit down and write the poem and I 
sit down at the desk, and I pray to God, and I ask him to lead me through this poem. Not one thing in my notes was used in the poem. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing? Not one thing was used. And uh, I feel bad for our listeners that I, my memory is not what it used to be. <laughs> the poem is in, God, the poem is in God's rhyme, and it is, I believe, yep, touching the heart of God. Oh, okay. Page 102. Yep, it's the one. Touching the heart of God. And uh, that was uh, that was a really a big lesson for me and a change in how I would write. Mm-hmm. I mean, how I prepared to write uh, early on in the first book. Those were just inspired because it was so new to me, really learning who God was, what he had for me, who Jesus was, and what he truly had done for me and what it meant. Right. And what I needed to do to accept that. And, uh, and, and those were just, I know God was with me. I mean, because I could, I could feel him everywhere. I, I worked outside. I was... Uh, surveyor and the sky was bluer and it everything was just so much clearer and then you know after a while uh, after getting stuck in the 90s and kind of losing my way at times that was my way that was God's way of bringing me back and I still rely on him for uh, for direction because I know with him it's going to be the right thing yeah so this is called nothing greater Jesus loves me, this I know. As children, we have all heard, because the Bible tells me so. These words we did sing as church bells did ring. We also know that we are told to live our lives in a way that is bold. As the children of God in heaven above, we are to share with others his love. To share, we must accept what he is giving and show his love in the way we are living. We must not just love him, but love him enough to share his love even when the times are tough. And they will be, will we? When we decide, will there be pride? Is it our love or the love of God? Our love for God should show his holiness and never be a reflection of our loneliness. A love that is true, though with many shaded hues, should always be a reflection of God and his perfection. As we share in his love, we are per- are we perfection? Salvation has made us righteous in his sight. So as we meet him in eternity, we are a reflection of who he is, of his love, of his, of his power and might. But on this earth, as we proclaim his word to those who are lost and have not heard, the love we give to others that shows our care, it is the love of God that he has for us that we share. Yes, we love our sisters and brothers, love them more than enough love them more than enough to share, to share his love for us with others, that broken as we are, he will always care. Yes, that broken as we are, he will always care. This love we share must come from God. For our love alone, the love of a, the love of man, 
will never have the power of the Almighty God who loves his perfect. His love is perfect. It is righteous. It is forgiveness. His love is holy. Our love will reflect the love of God, and though we are a reflection of him in our humanness, we live in sin, sin that his Son has overcome. We are not God. We will never be. But as his children, we have been reborn and now can show the way to the one and only truth and through his love, eternal life. Yeah, you know, I, I, there's one, one stanza in there I mentioned about, uh, you know, uh, not letting people know that we're down or anything like that. Right. When, but I think it's uh, my, my uh, I mean, that shouldn't be the focus of our, I think our, uh, our testimony and our, our sharing of the gospel is yes, share that. Yeah, yeah. I've had miserable times. I, you know, I've been the times before I had God. I I haven't always been faithful mm-hmm. since then. But you wanna you want to overcome that with the love that God has for you, for us, for His creation, the love that He wants to share with us, which far. You can't even be able to describe how much better that is than the love that that I have for you as my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just unbelievable. It's, uh, but yeah, it's share share our love for Jesus with others, and uh, let them know who He is, what He means to us, and. Do it without fear, and one thing I've uh, remember reading in uh, the Bible is, uh, in one of Paul's Gospels, was you know, uh, as you go out and spread the gospel, uh, do it without fear, knowing that the Holy Spirit will give you the words. Yes, yes. Another blessing from God. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't when it comes to God, and, and we don't have to rely on ourselves. Right. We've got him. Yeah, he'll walk you through everything. Yeah. I am finding that out, and that's that's very, very... This might not be the right way to approach this, but I th- I'm finding it more fun. Because... Oh, well, no, I, that's, that's, because I'm, I'm, I think that's a good way. I'm having more fun in my life now because of God, and I'm praying every day, and I'm chatting with God <laughs> numerous times a day. <laughs> Just, you know, I, Dave, I think that word fun is a is a... It's a good way to, to say it. Yeah. Because if you're not having fun, you're miserable, right? Exactly. Yeah. But you don't and realize how miserable you are and or you were until you found God or you, you and, and all yeah. of a sudden you're not miserable anymore or as miserable and you're getting better and you go, wow, well, that was, that yeah, was, yeah, that yeah, was no it, fun at all, was it? <laughs> Yeah, as you said, you, you're finding things that work to laugh about now. Yeah. Oh gosh, yes, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and I I even find it I'm able at times driving home from work on the expressway to laugh at those drivers that are passing me by. Yeah. At a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, it's well, it's it's whatever it is. Yeah, it just seems that way. But yeah, no, folks, it's just I am I am more blessed because my brother turned me back to God. He didn't turn me back to God, but he helped me get back in. In, in touch with God, and I am, I am never going to be more grateful to anybody but Him. 
but Tim and, and God for doing this to me. But God worked through Tim to bring me back. And but please remember, all the credit goes to God. It does, but He worked. You were His vessel to yeah. get me back. A vessel might be a weird word there, but it it, it was. No, it's it, it's not. Yeah, but I mean, not I wouldn't be going through this right now, and, and being this, <laughs> I wouldn't be this if I wasn't wasn't happy with life and and gosh, even I had a, a thing the other day where I had this terrible headache and I couldn't be upset about it. I just, <laughs> all right, you got a headache today. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> you just go I, mean, I, took, I took some aspirin and, and it got better eventually. We go, you know, you, I couldn't even get upset about that. I'm going, oh, that's that would have made me great. miserable the day. That would have ruined my whole day. It didn't ruin my day. It just ruined a couple minutes. Yeah, it's like just just brought you uh, to that few minutes of talking to God again. Exactly, you know, and I yeah, but yeah. Anyways, so enough about me. Let's move on to the next one. What do you think? All right, let's do that. All right. Uh, the next this next poem is something I've written about a few times, and it's my reminder to remember it is God I want with me through my day. And I think I wrote some. I wrote something with a similar title. Uh, and put it on my personal Facebook page. And I think I ended up sharing it over to the book page. Uh, something about uh, written in the evening for tomorrow mm. or something like that. Or evening now, tomorrow comes. I'll, I'll look it up one day and we'll read it. This one's called Monday Morning the Night Before. There is nothing to say. Nothing new in any way except the thunder I hear slowly as it moves near. There is one difference I have noticed since putting letters together that form the words. Well, now, too, I have misplaced the punctuation, and one line is too long. If you read the poem in the book, you'll see what I mean by one line is too long. But through it all, on this day, I still hear his voice, his call. He is still as always here, always and forever, includes tomorrow, knowing he will never leave me in my sorrow. Another day to be in his presence, another hour to be thankful that through his grace, my penance, he has taken from me, it is paid in full. So I will awake in the morning to the rising sun, there will be no morning, the battle has been won. The only fear I know is the awesome reverence that by his holiness I must show to God for making my repentance, for taking my repentance. Monday morning's prayer is that all my desires are that I live wanting what is his. His love for me is all I desire. And that's that. Just, uh, there was with him. Again, it all comes down. Life is without God. Why life was practically meaningless. Had no hope for the future. Although, you know, I, you can, uh, your life here on earth can change and you can make things better for yourself, but it's never going to be perfect like it is with him when we end up in heaven. That's, uh, that's what I got for today, Dave. Sorry about that. I had turned my mic off because I was coughing or something. I appreciate that. You let me know. He, he was saying something you didn't want me to hear. That's what it was. 
That's just God and me chatting about Tim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whatever it was, it tell me what what do I say to Tim now? Whatever it was, it wasn't that important. Uh, <laughs> just a quick note, folks. I'm sorry about I'm moving things around as we do this. If you're watching the video, my apologies, but it'll get there. I may do doing things different, but don't forget down below. Show notes down below. down below. Show notes. Show notes tells you where to get a hold of us, where to find us, everything, website, all that good stuff down in the show notes. And I think Tim writes some of the best show notes out in the business right now. So I'm very okay. happy to uh, to be associated with his show notes. Uh, I just add a couple of things once in a while, like page numbers. <laughs> you know, or yeah, a comma. Or, once in a while, a comma or a comma or misspelled words. Yeah, but it, you know that's okay. Um, but in, in, and I was I was thinking while you were reading that last one, Tim, about uh, uh, dear Heavenly Father, we find that every day we must kneel and pray. Oh, that's also that's that's coming up. I'm sorry, where was I? Uh, here it is. But through it all, on this day, I still hear His voice, His call. He is still always here. And we've talked about that a lot. He's always there for you. Yeah, always, always, always and forever. Yeah. That just, that's, for somebody who wasn't a big believer, it's just hard to fathom how that could be. But the more I learn, the more I know, it's like, it's easy for him to do. I can't fathom it because I could never do it. I'm not perfect. Yeah. That's about, mm. about all I got on. Well, uh, got a couple minutes, and I was uh, okay. had mentioned this thing about writing with talking about one day and into the, the next day. But I thought this. I wrote this uh, on the seventh of March this year. Okay. And it is titled, and I'll add it to the show notes. Okay. At night, knowing tomorrow. Sitting beside the dim light, the day is turned into night. As I bow my head to pray, I am thankful for this day. As I lay my head to rest, I know that I have been blessed. And when I awake in the morning, I will not live as before in mourning. It matters not the day. I will follow God's way. I will answer his call as the world does fall. The vision, the vision, the governed way, now let us pray. I will survive, remain alive through another's death and resurrection. I will follow Jesus. He has made me worthy, not as the world sees us, only as worthless. I am a child of God as Jesus has risen. I am now forgiven, no longer of this world. Hmm. And that was just sitting there at night, uh, later at night and Hold my hope for the next day. <laughs> yeah. Hope that it's good, yeah. Yeah. You ever wake up in the middle of the night with a poem running through your head and you got to get up and write it down? Uh, I have had a poem running through my head too many times and not gotten up. Oh, really? And there, and I can't tell you which poem it was, but there was one poem that started going through my head and I had to get up. And it's in one of the books, but I don't recall. It might be, it's probably in the, in the uh, reflection. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. uh, then I'd have to read the books again, and I don't know that I want to do that. I may I may breeze through them this week while I'm at work. 
I'm not okay, sure something. I'll figure yeah. out which one it is. But that no, that that's a that's a great poem. I yeah, uh, I always enjoy your poetry. Thank you. Well, luckily, everybody, I enjoy everybody in our fa- in your family and our family loves the poems, poetry. We got a lot of great fans out there. Well, I thank you. I thank everybody who's uh, bought the books and enjoyed them, and hopefully, there's uh, there's those of you out there who a poem has touched and. Uh, for me, that makes everything worth it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It makes everything worth it. Yeah. And uh, I have uh, I have no more, Dave. Well, I, I, I really don't either. Um, I did want to say, I, you know how you talk to God before you write? And yeah. and he kind of, you know, leads you in that direction. And I talk to God before I edit. I talk to God before you and I get on. I pray. Before, I, before you and I get on and start talking to each other, I pray. I started doing that after the second or third episode, mm-hmm. and I am finding it better. I'm well, mainly because I'm talking with God more often, and I don't know, we've had eight or nine conversations already today. And it's <laughs> and sometimes I I see the answers, and sometimes I don't. And the ones I don't, eventually I understand why. I'm not yeah, asking. Be patient. Yeah, I'm not asking for anything, folks. I'm just talking with him. But anyways, I I also uh, I pray before I edit. And there's always mistakes in there that I don't catch or things that I don't edit out. And some of them are left there on purpose because God said, don't take that out yet because that could lead to something. There's a reason that it went, that that little mistake was there. So let's leave it there. And I let him, him, him guide me through this. And I find that that's, that's working really, really well for me. And that's kind of the same for you. Well, let him talk, talk with him. Being our technical guy, you are you're doing an excellent job. Well, thank you. Today. I appreciate that. You are. I, I appreciate what you do. Uh, this wouldn't happen without you. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's it wouldn't happen Believe without you. It wouldn't. It may it may have it may have come across my mind, which it hadn't until you asked. But well, uh, this is a good way to do things. It's a good, it's a good partnership. It is, and uh, we'll have to get uh, Big Brother, who's. I heard back. I talked with him. He's back from vacation. Yeah, I, I talked to him since he got back too. Yeah, and he's uh, he's had a birthday since then, folks. So, wish Paul, our director, a happy birthday or a belated birthday, <laughs> because he he's a special guy, and we 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 are glad he was there that day. It was fun. Yeah, um, we'll have him back. We will. Um, Tim, I, I know. Uh, we are at that time, and, and again, folks, show notes down below. If you want to read the prayers that Tim has been reading for Ukraine and the world at large, they are in the show notes, too, um, at the very bottom. So, Tim, if you wouldn't mind, would you read today's prayer for us? Yes, uh-huh. This is, again, uh, a prayer for Ukraine and the world. Dear Heavenly Father, we find that every day we must kneel and pray, and in this season, we daily find more of a reason we must not be blind. We pray for peace as the world is shout, now led by one who is not God's son. The battle has begun, the battle hymns sung. Lines have been erased, and sovereignty defaced. Lord, we pray for Ukraine. We pray, remove their pain, rebuke the lies falling from the skies. Lord, we pray that your word is spoken and heard beyond this day. O Lord, lead me as I pray. 
We pray, Lord God, Father in heaven, we pray, lead us, Lord, beyond the horde. Lord, lead us beyond the horde. Lord, bless Ukraine, its peoples, leader, and warriors. May their example in their faith of their sovereignty be an example to the world. And may the faith of Christians in prayer lift them up to overcome. Lord, lift them up to overcome all evil that has been sent against them. I pray that the, uh, the nations of the world will gather together, come together to support Ukraine in its fight for its sovereignty, for its freedom, and for its God-given right to live in a free country. Pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And folks, if you give him the times, as you live, his word rhymes. Uh, don't forget, Dave, and the rest of you listening and watching, we are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us because we are the king's kids. Yep. And, uh-huh. and you'll never get rid of us, will you? No, no, you'll never get rid of us because we are his with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.